Hi, welcome to the Tony Gomez Show. This is my first episode. On my show, we're going to be talking about local events, some news, uh, upcoming shows, you know, whatever's important, whatever's happening here in the 361. I want to be talking to uh, local artists and musicians about their new music and things that are going on, what they got going on in the future, and other important personalities here in the Coastal Bend. I want to start the episode by talking about my background. You know, the show's based out of Corpus Christi, Texas, and this is my birthplace, and this is where I call home. You know, I started back on drums in the summer of 1983 with some friends I went to high school with over at Carroll High School. And these guys were Tom Franco on bass and Chris Pierce on guitars. Chris Pierce later went on to start a band called The Next Big Something. He had a lot of success with that band. Props to you, Chris. Love your brother. And, you know, we never came up with a name for the band, but we did play a bunch of parties and barbecues, and it was a lot of fun. And then, you know, after that, I got started with a band called Aggravated Assault in 1985. And that band had Tim Abel on vocals and Matt McLean on guitars and Albert DeLeon on bass. And, you know, we all kind of lived about a mile from each other. So it was a band made up of just all my bros, man. Everybody I hung out with, and we all had the same liking of a punk rock at the time. And, you know, we played our first show with the uh, thrash metal local pioneers, Annihilator, and that was at the Air Civic Center. So shout out to Alex Dominguez, man. That's my brother. And Alex also went on to jam with me later on in the band Killamora, which we'll get to uh, later on. Anyway, that was the first show that my dad went to go see me play and also the last one, too, <laughs> until my second annual Tony's Twisted Christmas Spectacular last December of 2021. You know, I put this benefit together to raise money and food for the Corpus Christi Food Bank. And, you know, I did skip a year due to COVID. And uh, I'll be organizing another one this year. I formed the Harbor City All-Stars, a band made up of local veteran musicians to rock this benefit show. This 16-piece band has generously volunteered their time and their talent to help out our community. And I'll have to do a whole show on this benefit and the band members that have made this show so unique and successful. So getting back to my band, Aggravated Assault, you know, we were a punk rock band and we played a bunch of parties and shows and did a few with Brutal Poverty, one of the local favorites here. And shout out to Brutal Richard, Albert and Dan Ruiz and Dan Moya. I love their band name, Brutal Poverty, man. That just freaking kicks ass. So Aggravated lasted through my high school years and we each got jobs to support, you know, one another's need to jam. And eventually our work schedules didn't work out and we stopped rehearsing. So I graduated, and I was going to Del Mar College for music education. And I started a New York-style hardcore band called Fractured Minority with Chris Aguida on guitars and Ray Barretta on bass. And Arthur Layden was our vocalist. You know, we wrote our own originals and did some covers. And then we did covers from Agnostic Front, like Public Assistance. And we did the G.I. Joe Head Stomp from Sick of It All. And also one of my favorite tracks... Bright Side from the band Killing Time out of New York City. And, you know, at the time I was working as a fry cook at a place called Uncle Chester's Old Crab Shack. And uh, I got that job through my friend David Lozano, who was the drummer for his hypnotic state at the time and eventually became the drummer for thrash metal legends Devastation. And uh, we both graduated together from Carroll High School back in 89. And we were busting tables at this restaurant. And as luck would have it, I met the love of my life in Uncle Chester's. Her name was Lori Cooper, 
and she was so freaking hot, and she still is. And, you know, we hooked up, and since then, we've had Jasmine and Stone, and Jasmine's has a son named Grayson James Osborne, and he's just so awesome. He's going on three years now, and he's the reason why I got Tony's Christmas benefit show going. I just felt so blessed by his presence in my life, and I felt compelled to organize a benefit show for my local community because I just wanted to give back. I was just grateful to God. And... So now back to my band, Fractured Minority. We jammed in a little fourplex apartment home for a couple of months and had the cops show up. Every time we rehearsed, you know, telling us we had to turn it down or turn it off because the neighbors were freaking complaining all the time. It wasn't long till Arthur got in trouble with the law. He was a skinhead that left the San Antonio skinhead gang called the SA Skins. And we hadn't seen him come to rehearsal and none of us had cell phones. And eventually we heard from someone that he was arrested for stealing a car. And, you know, Arthur was unpredictable and he was dangerous, but he was charismatic and he was a good front man for us. And we never heard from him or saw him again. So since, you know, I wrote all the lyrics and practically had them all memorized, I bought a headset microphone and started singing and playing drums. So this three-piece lineup lasted till about 1990. And then uh, Chris Aguirre, our guitar player, uh, found a spot with some guys starting what would be Corpus Christi's first death metal band called Malignancy. Now, this band had my friends Chris Gomez on lead guitar and Michael Liao on bass and Tito Galindo on drums. And I told Chris I wanted to jam with them, and he encouraged me to try out on vocals. So I said I would and auditioned for them singing for their cover of Body Bag from Obituary's Cause of Death. And, you know, I got the gig and started writing my own lyrics to our own original songs. And, you know, we had titles like Necropolis, Death Barter, and Stay of Execution, and they were able to make it on our only demo which were entitled Infected and Diseased. Our most notable gig in Malignancy was opening for horsecore metal legends Dead Horse at Zeros on their Peaceful Death and Pretty Flowers tour back in 1991. And, you know, also that year when Malignancy went to SA to do a show at the DMZ Club. And shout out to the DMZ Club and all the bands that rocked that bar, man. That was a badass underground old school bar. And, you know, I met Eddie Dominguez with his band's Integrity, who also there from Corpus Christi at this show. And soon after, Theto left Malignancy. And, you know, he was still in school, and I think he was only like 16 or 17. And I think his grades were dropping, and his parents made him leave the band. And, you know, we also rehearsed at his house, so we were kind of high and dry after that. Then Lady Luck brought Eddie and I back together at Furs All-You-Can-Eat Buffet Restaurant. I fucking miss Furs. And Pancho Mexican Restaurant, too. I love those places. Anyway, Lori and I were eating, and I noticed Eddie and his girl Melissa were sitting on the other side of the place. And I think Eddie went up to get more food from the order window. It was probably like chicken fried steak. And on his way back, he stopped by our table to say what's up. And he'd asked what I'd been doing and if I was singing for anybody. I said I wasn't, and I got invited to join him at his next rehearsal. So it was the following night, and I showed up and met my partner in crime and bandmate for the next 20 years. Mr. Fidel Tagle, a fucking sick-ass drummer. It was just Eddie, Fidel, and I in our first jam, and it was death metal and all original and fucking brutal. I came in after their previous singer, Mark Arispe. Mark Arispe was fucking awesome on vocals. He was the first vocalist for Annihilator also, and he was on Annihilator's first demo and also on their Wild Rag Records release known as the White Album. I went to spend the next 10 years with Integrity from 91 to 2001. And shout out to all this Integrity alumni. 
I want to shout out to Brian Canales on bass and Emilio Coronado on guitars. The man, Fidel Tagle, on drums for 10 years. And Oscar Gullien on bass. Ray Los Music, Gonzalez on guitar. And my brother, Joey Perez on bass. You know, during our tenure, we had three eras. The first being the era of Conquest, which is the title of our first demo, with the original lineup of Brian, Emilio, Fidel, Eddie, and myself. And next we had the Sick era with Eddie, Fidel, myself, and Oscar on bass. And then we closed out with the Playthrough Violence era. That had Eddie, Fidel, myself, and Joey on bass. And we put out the Sick EP around 95 or 96, and the Playthrough Violence EP came out around 98 or 99. During our 10-year run, you know, we opened for Cannibal Corpse on their Bleeding Tour for Acid Bath and Sinister and Cynic and Pyrexia, uh, Immolation, Mortician, Internal Bleeding, and also Texas diehards like Severance, Crucifix, Imprecation, Pantheon, Crucifixion, Sufferance, and cheers and respect to all the other bands who we had the pleasure to share the stage with. You know, one of my favorite memories of playing its integrity was our final show. We performed for two hours that night, playing our favorite songs from our history. It was like 18 songs said, including our songs Sick and Hammerhead, Halo Blasphemy, Crown of Apulence, Pavement Sweeper, Desecrator, Skinned Alive, and much more. Those 10 years with Integrity really prepared me for my future. I'm going to stop here and continue on the next episode of the Tony Gomez Show, where we're getting more into my Killamore years and much more. So thanks a lot for listening. Leave me a comment or a question. I want you to have a great rest of your day. And remember, you're the master of your destiny and the creator of your own future. I'll see you at the next show.